Well, there is nothing worse than feeling like you are just drowning in big emotions. And my friend, Jesus is the answer. We are going to take some time today to take a look at how to use the Bible, which can sometimes feel really disconnected from our actual everyday modern lives. But we're going to look at how to use the Bible to help when you feel like you're drowning in those overwhelming emotions. You're listening to the Love Your People Well podcast. This is episode 175. And this podcast is all about helping you enjoy every minute of family life. And we do that by deepening our relationships. The healthier and happier and holier our family relationships are, the more we're going to enjoy life. And if you're drowning in anger or anxiety or depression or stress, my friend, you're not enjoying life and it's going to impact your relationships. And so we just talked a few days ago in episode 174 about some tips for managing those emotions, the slow and steady, you know, things to do on a regular basis, as well as some things to do in the moment when that emotion is just flooding you. And today I want to sit in scripture together and just share a few verses with you that are definitely worth your time to read and meditate on and study and pray over and maybe memorize and just sit with the Lord. And I will say, as we jump into, um, we have three scriptures we will look at today, all from the gospel of Matthew. Um, but we have an entire devotional with 40 days in the Bible looking at emotional control. And so if you really want to go deeper in scripture, grab a copy of the Keep Your Cool Mama 40-Day Devotional. It will help you keep your cool in those hot button moments, not because you will learn some, you know, magical skills or something like that, but because you will better understand the Lord's goodness, the Lord's power, and what he offers us and calls us to when it comes to managing our emotions and how they impact our relationships. There's a lot of scripture and reflection questions and prayer prompts. So grab that devotional if you really want to go deeper. Um, And today's conversation is a great place to start. So we are going to dive into the gospel of Matthew, and we'll start in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. And I mentioned this scripture, um, I didn't quote it exactly in Tuesday's episode, um, but I mentioned it. And this is a one that's kind of short and sweet. It says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's Jesus talking. And I cannot think of a more beautiful invitation for us when we feel like we are drowning in our emotions, when we are weary and burdened. He promises us exactly what we need. We need rest. We need our burden to be lightened. And I don't think Jesus is promising us here that he's going to 
remove all of our trials or he's going to suddenly make things easy. And he's definitely not promising to remove all of our emotions because that's a, a part of the human experience. But he is offering a solution. And that solution is simply coming to him. Learn from him. Rest in him. Let him lead you forward. And you will find that his yoke is easy and the burden he offers is light because he's carrying it. He's doing the heavy lifting. So that is Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. Let me interrupt our conversation just for a moment to invite you to join me over in the Faith Fiber Club. This is our private community where every month we go deep into a different topic of family life. With a private podcast, a personal workbook, month by month, encouragement and resources, join us at patreon.com forward slash love your people well. All right, let's get back to our conversation. The next scripture we will look at also from the Gospel of Matthew is Matthew chapter 12, 33 through 37, especially verse 34, um, the second half of that verse. So this is um, a short section. I'll just go ahead and read it because it's pretty short. (laughs) And what it says, starting in verse 33 of Matthew 12, it says, make a tree good and its fruit will be good or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. And if you really want to sit, my friend, in what the Lord says about our words, jump ahead to James chapter 3, all about taming the tongue. It is powerful and convicting. Um, But right now I am particularly looking at this section in verse 34 where it says, For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. And if our hearts are full of overwhelming negative emotions, if our hearts are full of sadness or your heart is full of anxiety or your heart is full of anger or bitterness or jealousy, all sorts of hard emotions, that is going to flow out of you. It's going to impact what you say, what you do. It's going to hurt your relationships even if it's not that person that you're upset with or bothered by or struggling with. If an emotion is filling your heart, it's going to impact your life. And the Lord promises in many other scriptures that he can give us a clean heart. He purifies our heart and we can take off that old self and he puts on this new self and our heart, if it is full of the Lord, well, we're going to speak the things we want to speak and we're going to overflow the Holy Spirit instead of these overwhelming emotions. So there's a lot that you could sit with in these verses about what's inside of you and how the Lord plays into that. 
Um, There's a lot there as well about our words, which are incredibly powerful, but it's worth meditating on, praying over, studying, considering what is your heart full of? And what does the Lord call you to, to fill it more and more and more with him and less and less with these overwhelming emotions? And then we will close today looking at Matthew chapter 5, verses 25 to 34, which is about worrying. I think that, um, I don't think, well, I do think from time to time, I have a thought. Um, But what I really mean to say is that research is very clear that there are some strong links between worry and other big, hard emotions. Worry is linked, obviously, with anxiety, but it's also linked with depression. It's linked with anger and impatience. And it is a cultural phenomenon right now. Worry is is a part of almost everyone's life. And so these verses are very helpful. Now, this is a longer passage, verses 25 to 34. So I'm not going to read them. I would really encourage you to open your Bible, take some time, Matthew chapter 5, verses 25 to 34. But what I want to highlight is the last two verses, 33 and 34. And this is what it says. But seek first his kingdom... that's God's kingdom, (laughs) seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And there's, even with two verses, there's a lot that we can learn there and see and grow in. But when we think particularly about our, our conversation today is about how to manage these overwhelming emotions that can make us feel like we're drowning. And if we're seeking God first and his righteousness first, that can be the firm footing that we need to get our head above the water. And I think it's so honest and real and true where it says here that each day has enough trouble of its own And it does. There are big, hard emotions every day. And if you're carrying with you the hard emotions from yesterday and the day before and last week and last year and that thing that happened forever ago, you're not going to have the resources to manage the trouble that's going to come today. So keep your eyes on the Lord. Seek his kingdom. Seek his righteousness. Trust in him. Give those past hurts and worries, and fears, and stresses, and frustrations, give it to the Lord so that he can be there with you, and you can have the capacity and availability to let him be with you today for the trouble that will come today. Because it's far less overwhelming to deal with today's trouble than to try to deal with every day's trouble all at the same time. So friends, um, again, those are just a few like drops in the bucket when we look at the Bible. Um, I would encourage you again to grab that 40-day devotional about emotional control. It's called Keep Your Cool, Mama. Uh, We also have a devotional called Joy in the Journey. If you're just feeling kind of burned out with motherhood and overwhelmed by it, um, then that might be a wonderful devotional just to sit in the Bible, to read God's word, 
reflect on it, answer some questions, pray over it. It's so powerful. And, um, and just bigger picture, it's always worth looking into scripture when you feel like you're struggling with anything. We're talking today about drowning in our emotions, but whatever it is you might be struggling with, the Bible has wisdom for it and encouragement for it. And there is so much richness in scripture, um, if nothing else, for the way that it teaches you who God is and it connects you with him. So as we wrap up today, um, I'll remind you that you know I would love for you to subscribe to the show. I'd love for you to leave a review. I'd love for you to share this podcast with a friend that would be helpful to them and encouraging to me. Um, and I also want to close out with a reminder that we are about to jump in with our in the Faith Fiverr Club with our February topic of biblical marriage habits. And I would love for you to join us there. It is only $5 a month. That's our private community over inside Patreon with a workbook and a private podcast and lots of resources in February focusing on biblical marriage habits. But you you know, once you're in there, you can also circle back and get all the good stuff from January where we looked at spiritual disciplines like studying and meditating on the Bible. Lots of resources there. Um, I really love creating resources and sharing them and helping people. And so if you really want to go deep and have some fellowship and accountability there, I would love for you to join us in the Faith Fiverr Club. All of that information is in, um, you know, there's a bunch of links in your podcast notes there. Um, But I would love for you to join us there. And in the meantime, grab a devotional, Um, grab a freebie. You know, there's lots of good stuff over there on the website at loveyourpeoplewell.com. But for now, we will wrap this up. Go read Matthew or wherever you're at in the scriptures. It will never, ever, ever return void. God's word never returns void. He always uses it and he is always glorified by it. So With all of that, we will be back next week with more biblical encouragement and practical tips to help you love your people well. But until then, hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. I'm so glad you joined me today for this episode of the Love Your People Well podcast. If you found it helpful or encouraging, please leave a written review to encourage me, but also to help the show grow. You can even copy the link to this episode and text it to a friend. Don't forget to grab all your resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com and join us inside the Faith Fiverr Club for extra perks every week.